You are now listening to The God Complex. Enjoy. Yo. Welcome back. <laughs> I feel like we start every episode the same way. <laughs> I just like to say yo. I don't know. Uh, it's Courtney. Sorry, we're introducing ourselves. I'm I'm Allison. Yeah, we got to get better at this. People we, are just like, who's who? I know. I know. Like, I'm thinking about it now, especially because I have a picture of our podcast star on Hinge. And I'm thinking about it. And, like, all these guys are tuning in to see what's good with Courtney. And they have no idea who is who. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, yeah. it's Allison. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! I think it. Well, I, I. It's obvious to me, obviously, but whatever. <laughs> if you're from Hinge, welcome. Hi, Hinge babies. It's Courtney. <laughs> 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 and I'm just here for fun. <laughs> She's just here to capitalize on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what I do best. Anyways, today's a f- well. Courtney and I are recording two episodes today because we are inconsistent. Because we are <laughs> Aquariuses and Capricorns, and you know we get bested sometimes by life. But exactly. So we're hoping that we can like get on top of it with having two episodes recorded. Like that gives yeah. us two weeks to us just at least record one episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing yeah. our best. Yeah. We're doing our best to, like, get on a consistent schedule, um, as if anyone cares, and but I just wanted to you. say it. We're doing it for, for you. you. For our fans. For you. I'm going to let you hit it for free. For you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to start the episode with the card pool, as usual. As In the water. <laughs> In the water. I want water. I want water to eat. My name is water. Oh, I love this. It's the Ten of Cups. And also, Ooh. I don't – what is the name? I'm looking at the Naked Heart Tarot, and I just have to say that because these cards are so beautiful. Look at this, Allison. Ugh. It's so stunning. It has these, like, colorful crystals at the bottom and the Ten of Cups up, up top. It's just absolutely stunning. But Ten of Cups, that emotional fulfillment, that that overflow with joy that emotional self-acceptance and self-assuredness and just like basking in the joy and basking in your accomplishments and basking in how far you've come in your emotional journey that is the energy that we need we should i feel like that's where we're at honestly i feel like that's where we're at like i'm feeling ten of cups as fuck right now I was, uh, uh, we were, we had a journey and a we half, had, but we, we made it. We had some five of pentacles moments. <laughs> <laughs> we had plenty five of pentacles moments, but we're like, here. But we made it. We pulled through. Oh, Christ. Honestly, it was really bad. <laughs> I also had We my, got here. I also had my, um, my five of cups for sure. <laughs> but we're at the ten now. We've pushed through. We're here. Yes. We're, we're here. Now. I just need to be also, next. Exactly, and we're—I mean—we're making our way and there. We're so there. that's all we can ask we're for. There. Even after this conversation, we flip to the page of cups, and we're almost there. Beautiful! Look at us, and it was—it's our birthday season. It's Courtney's yes. birthday just passed. I'm 22. Mine now. is in two days. Ah, mine's in two days. I turned 21 on Saturday, and I am excited. 
Get it. Get it. Yes. Yep. That's you right. heard that right. Yeah, birth week. I don't think it'll make a difference. But I'm going It will while you're We're here. just like that's what I'm saying, like when I'm there. Yeah. So I'm go I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Mexico for a month. Because <laughs> so why wouldn't I? I'm just like that's my mindset with a lot of things is like why not? Right. Like why would I not do that? Yeah, like, Give me one good reason. I can't and honestly, I'd be going for longer if I didn't have to come back to, like, get Accutane prescriptions. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, whatever. I, believe me, I tried, but you have to, like, get a pregnancy test for Accutane and go to the office. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, beans and rice, give me oh, my fucking Accutane. Whole thing, that's annoying. <laughs> but I'm excited, very excited. It's, yeah, it's just a journey. I'm very much in my ten of cups of just, like, exploring like exploring it. myself exploring life yes. seeing where it takes me yes. that's where i'm at i don't have much to update on besides that because that's just like what i've been looking forward to yeah i am starting hair school in a couple of Ooh. days and i'm so excited i don't know if i've ever actually talked about it on the podcast um this might be news but i I'm obsessed with all things hair. Um, I work at a hair salon. It's like a blonding specialty salon. Um, if you're listening and you want your hair to look good, Caban & Co. is the shit, I'm telling you. Um, but I'm just super excited to start that. Like, Well, I'm not excited for a hair school. I got to be real with you. But I'm yeah. excited to finish hair school and continue with my career at this salon. So that's very exciting for me. On another exciting note, I think I, fingers crossed, have Ooh. the final ick with good old Frank. If you guys listened to the episode about emotions, um, you heard some deep shit about me. However, I have really reached my final ick, I think, and I'm realizing he's not as glamorous as I once believed, and I, in fact, do not need or want that and so now i'm in this sort of like new exploratory phase with my emotions it's been fun thank god thank, thank god bloody hell it's about goddamn time we'll see how long it lasts but i think i think it'll i think <laughs> this is the real one i think it is i fucking hope so frank if you're listening fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frank, just if fine, you're listening, you think we're on good terms, but I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> but, for, like, what did he expect? This is my question. You lead someone on so many times. Right. What are you going to get? Burned. You, yeah, exactly. And, like, honey, that's just karma. Like, I don't know what you want. Exactly. I'm trying to think what I talked about in the emotional episode. I literally don't remember. Oh, my God. That's actually perfect. You talked about your best friend that you... Did I? Yeah. Yeah, so that's really interesting, actually. <laughs> yeah, so in the emotional episode, I mentioned, the, like, one of my friends who was my best friend for a very long time, and then we sort of distanced ourselves, just, like, I had to heal codependency, and I was very codependent on this person, and it was just, like, I needed to be my own person and all sorts of things like that. And we, re on Christmas, I think it was, 
I don't know. In December when we were in Boston, I just had this feeling of like, you should reach out to him because it was never the intention of like, I'm never going to speak to him again. It was more of like, I need to be my own person. I need to learn boundaries in friendships. And like, you don't have to be talking all the time. You don't have to see each other all the time. And I was also going through a phase where it was like, (laughs) it was like for me of like, if someone, if someone even like, I don't know, isn't the best friend to you or doesn't do everything exactly how you would like it it's just like cut them off Mm -hmm. rather than like communicate that you don't like these things but also like it doesn't it's not all black and white in friendships like you can hang out once every couple of months and that's fine and like all of that stuff doesn't really matter um it's it's just not that serious I've learned since then so on Christmas I reached out to him and I was just like hey I hope you're doing because like things like that Christmas is such an easy like it's an easy in like Merry Christmas Merry Christmas so I was just like Merry Christmas hope you've been doing great I would love to catch up sometime if that's something you're open to and then he was like yeah sure and then we both like it just kind of took a minute he got sick I got sick and then the other day he messaged me like hey I'm free today if you want to hang out we did it was great it was like perfect amazing so much fun um but like the boundaries are there you know we haven't talked since like I'm making sure I'm firm in my boundaries so that we don't slip back into like the way that friendship was in the past and it's great because I'm also leaving for four weeks to Mexico so it's like on growth and I talked about like everything with him which was like really good for me because I I think that was like a sign of my growth as well being like hey this is what I was going through this is why I had to do these things like all that and it was it went really good so communicate and don't always just cut everyone off because yes. <laughs> it can be easier to do that but it's not always the best but then it always comes back it circles back around right around retrograde <laughs> oh, oh christ literally <laughs> venus retrograde ends in two days yeah thank god honestly like i've had so many old relationship patterns come up and i think you know it's been good for me obviously like i you know I think that's exactly why everything has happened the way that it's happened. Because um, it's been going on this whole time, even when we recorded the the Frank episode. That was, re- it was Venus retrograde. When did it start? In December. Damn. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful for it. It's, it's passing, and I feel like it, you know, forced me to evaluate old relationship patterns, which is exactly what it's supposed to do. And this time I didn't fall back into those patterns. I just good for you. Yeah, I know. This is the first. I'm feeling good. I'm honestly growing to really like retrogrades. Like me too. I really do. Honestly, I think this is a great conversation starter for what we're talking about today, because yeah, there was a point in my life where if someone said it's retrograde, I would have laughed in their face and said they were absolutely batshit. I would be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, the stars. Yeah, like, that has anything to do with it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to be talking about um, our sort of spiritual journeys and religion and, like, mm. the the journey that we've had with that. Um, yeah. I think we should just, like, you go first and then I'll go because, like, yeah. the back and forth of it will get confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Since it's a long story. (laughs) Yeah, so I was super religious when I was in. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise (laughs) be. (laughs) I don't don't know her anymore. Um, 
But no, I was really religious when I was in high school. I was in Young Life. Um, oh my <laughs> god, I did not even yeah. know that. I like swore I wanted to be a Young Life leader and everything. Like Jesus, I, yeah. I, I really shouldn't be saying Jesus Christ while we're talking <laughs> about this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord and Savior. Sorry, Praise Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. it dictated a lot of my life. And I mean, I wasn't like unhappy in that like place in my life. It was really good for me in the time. That is what I needed in the time. And then I went to college. And like, it, I mean, okay, even backtracking in high school, I had some qualms with it. And, like, even since I was a kid, I've had some, like, mm, is that really, like, mm. I remember when I was a kid, I was, like, mm. so, like, the creator of all also created someone to, like, eternally damn people. Like, that yep. doesn't make much sense to me. Um, because it'd also be, like, God loves and loves and just forgives and blah, blah, blah. And I'd always be like, okay, then why is it even an option? Like, if he's so forgiving. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about this. To go to hell. I just don't. I never understood that. I never understood hell. But I was scared of hell, you know, because, like, I, I was religious. So, like, although I didn't fully, like, trust it, I was also like, I mean, if this is what is true, like, I guess I should. That's be. literally the point. I know. Like, like they want a, people to yeah. be, like, so afraid of, like, even if you don't think this shit is real, be so afraid of burning uh-huh. eternally that you believe it anyways. Exactly. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and I definitely had a lot of doubts, especially when I, you know, like started having sex and like started doing drugs and drinking, whatever. Like I was just like, I don't understand why this is the kind of like deal breaker. Like these things are not like deal breaking for my morality. Like, I don't think that these make me a bad person. Um, but I felt a lot of guilt, like, when I would, I mean, honestly, like, full disclosure, to get very graphic very quickly, I had a terrible relationship with self-pleasure because of my, like, religious beliefs at the time. Like, I would feel bad about pleasuring myself because I felt like I was like, oh, no, like, I'm, like, God's watching me. Like, uh, you know, like, God's watching me, like... I, I just had so much shame around it, and, like, if I, like, showed off a lot of my body, like, I mean, I even felt shame for, like, I felt like I needed to, like, validate me having sex when I was having sex with people, like, I felt like I needed to, like, val- oh, like, well, I'm in love, I'm in love with him, so, like, I, it's not a sin, right, like, I'm in love with him, though, like, who cares if I'm not married, like, I'm in love with him, but, like, I don't know, I had a lot of shame, especially with sex, and I think that's, probably why I became so hypersexual when I finally stepped away from religion honestly because it was like I felt like I'd been like locked up in chains and like I was finally free um yeah but I ended up going to college and I was studying history and sociology and for the history side of things I just kept getting more and more like I was still trying to be like religious but like at that point it really was like me trying but I would just continue to get more and more evidence as to, like, Christianity isn't positive at all. Like, historically, it has been used as an excuse to, like, mass murder and mass enslave people. It's been used as an excuse to rape women and, you know, trigger warning. Sorry, guys. I should have said that beforehand. But 
it's been as a it's just been used as an excuse to do actually terrible things and to make people feel bad about themselves and like that's like on the social side of it as well like it just creates norms that's really all religion is it's just like a creation of norms that we're supposed to socially agree upon as like what is right and what is wrong and like what is you know I don't know all of these social and historical points kept coming up for me and I was like honestly really conflicted because I sort of like accepted I was like okay well like there's too many things at this point proving that like this isn't real and like there's too many things proving to me at this point that like if it was real it can't be real in the way that the bible says it's real because these yeah. are these are like human made norms these aren't divine norms these are human made morals they're not like divinely true morals you're also like again mass murdering mass enslaving people there's like slavery written in the bible that can't possibly be like the divine creator of all like would not well also it's literally a physical book like how do you expect god wrote this book like it's it's a human made book adam and eve and like what like no one could possibly know about the creation of earth and the creation of humans. and you're like, telling me noah lived to be what 900 years old and this man got yeah, like every what? animal on a boat polar bears what? and lions you're lying and fish like you're We're lying like, but also like as a society and we live nowhere near barely even 100 and we have so much exactly and that's that's one thing i wanted to mention is like humans created religion because as a species we do well with like rules we do well with like this is right this is wrong if you do this you get into heaven or if you do this you get a gold star in school or if you do like we thrive off of having like a set path almost we have always struggled being individuals and just living for ourselves. um and that's why people created religion And I'm a firm believer in that everyone's worshiping the same thing just in a way that's digestible for them because they're like, we're all doing the same thing here. You know what I mean? And I'm not like, there's no shame to any religion, like be religious if you want. But when you start to be a bad person in the name of that religion, that's when I'm going to call you out. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I mean, it's really sort of just been a means of control. Like it's just like the people in power or who wanted to remain in power, created this platform to remain in control of the population and like that's really like that's why it's so misogynistic for one because yeah men wanted to remain in power so they had to find a way to like make women feel small and like you know like they have certain roles that just like you know it's not part of the man's job setting like early like 1500s like women weren't even allowed to like ask what their husbands were doing during the day like they weren't even allowed to ask about it like that's so insane to me anyway they barely even get to choose their husbands all it all it has been historically is a means of like getting their way in the name of the lord you know what i mean like oh like we can actually conquer this land because god said we can conquer this land and like in south america when colonizers came over to like colonize south america they spoke completely different languages than the natives. They came speaking Spanish and, like, told them in Spanish, like, 
you're going to do like slave work for us because God said so. And the natives have no idea what they were saying. Like indigenous people of South America had no idea what they were saying. They had no idea what was going on at all. And like they just took that as like, a, all right, well, they, they didn't say no. So like, let's, let's do this thing. And then like literally put all of them into slavery. And <laughs> like in the name of God. Like that's just, it's literally, when you really look at the history of it, it has only ever been used as a power play. It's only ever been used to like keep people in control who want to be in control. So that was like really my breaking point was like study actually like, you know, studying what has happened in the world around me and looking at how it socially affects people and how and I, I would relate with a lot of it too like the social side of it and the sociological side of it I would relate to the shame that I would feel you know and like I was like shit like that's so true and like I would also see how it does control people socially and it just like it does set a certain standard of rules for people to live by that aren't necessarily like what people want to live by and it all just it's so honestly dated to me like it's so outdated to me and that was like I no, I'm not doing this anymore so for a while I didn't know what I believed for like I mean not like that long because I then had like a terrible panic attack one day and after that panic attack, I, like, was, like, okay, well, I need to do something for myself. Like, obviously, I'm not doing super good right now. So I started doing yoga, and I started meditating, and I was, like, damn, like, this feels really good. Like, actually, this is so clearing, and I started to sort of just, like, feel the way that movement healed me and, like, feeling the way that, like, clear mind healed me and the way that like just moving through the world the way that I chose to gave me so much happiness and like like true fulfillment like it just and that I mean I started buying crystals because like that was like the thing right so like I started buying crystals and I was like damn like I actually love this like this feels really good like it's so vibrant and so colorful and then I got a tarot deck and I had no idea what to expect it was, like, super on a whim. I was literally just, like, walking through a bookstore, and I was like, oh, like, sure, like, why not? Like, I, you know, like, I'm not religious anymore. I don't have to worry about, like, going to hell, and I know that, so, like, I'm going to get a tarot deck, right? And that, like, literally became, like, therapeutic for me, like, just, like, connecting with the cards and getting these, like, divine messages. Like, it just slowly started to, like, build and build and build, like, realizing I can, like, play with energy and I can use my mind to experience the world the way that I feel I want it to be and, like, having it actually work and, like, having it benefit me and also the people around me. Like, my life just became immensely happier. Like, honestly, like, when I look at my, like, religious years it's not that I was unhappy in the time but looking at them from my perspective now there's like a like a coat of fog hanging over that time and now I'm like standing at the top of this mountain and it's sunset it's golden hour and there's just like a rainbow and there's all these beautiful animals and colors are more vibrant like I swear colors have been more vibrant since I like stepped into this side of myself and my spiritual journey is like developed a lot through the like I, you know I I'm Wiccan and I'm like acceptable of that but I'm you know like not like hard in the paint with my Wiccan practices but I do practice 
um, some of that. And I also like move crystals with my mind for fun. Like just like, you know, like make incense go in a straight line. Like I just like to play with it, honestly. And like that's just it's been so good for me. Like I I feel like I'm so in tune, like even just like, oh, my God, like sitting down on the grass and feeling the energy of the earth like not just like feeling grass but like i'm feeling energy now and it feels fucking great and i literally will never go back like people in my life adults especially i've always been like it's just a phase probably like it's probably just a phase and there's i'm sorry there's no way i'm ever going to be able to go back to like living outside of the lens that like I've already found for myself like I can't put those glasses back on and like see the world the way that like that in that robotic power tripping sense and like I mean just like wake up nine to five and like no goals like no just like you know supporting capitalism and following the rules like that's I'm never I'm never gonna be able to go back to living so mundane ever like I this is I I'm so grateful for like my own spirituality and just like because <coughs> I feel like it with religion I felt like I was living for a purpose that wasn't mine and with my spiritual beliefs I am living for my purpose and I'm living for what feels right for me and to learn my soul journeys and to interact with souls and affect them positively and it's just like more it's more unity, you know, like I don't get so mad at people anymore. I don't get so bothered by people's opinions because I'm just like, this is all like for the collective good, you know, like this is all happening for the collective good. It's just honestly such a positive experience for me. The whole journey, it wasn't great. I mean, especially when I first started the spiritual awakening and I started like (laughs) seeing shit that wasn't like (laughs) physically there and like, tuning into energies that like you know like I could feel people's bad energy that like was really anxiety inducing like it was a lot for a while but I would never go back and change a thing like it has been the most amazing journey and I'm so excited to see how I continue through this journey like I feel like I'm just getting more and more confident in my energetic capacity with the world you know oh I love that wow beautiful thank you (laughs) i just love hearing people's like journeys because most of them are very similar but like very different in terms of how we got here you know yeah i'm curious to hear yours so (laughs) mine i'm really gonna try to like make this not complex but it is rather complex so growing up i see it's already complicated (laughs) just growing up in general um no but I was sort of it felt like living three different lives so my parents got divorced when I was very young like baby baby maybe two years old um and after that I was raised by my grandparents just because like I'm not going to go into that, but it was just, that's what had to happen. Um, and I was raised with, raised by them for pretty much all of my life. Um, but I would still see my parents, like maybe when I turned five, I started seeing them again. Um, and I would, so my father was very religious. He 
was very Christian, very conservative, just not a good person. <laughs> and um, he would only want to have me spend the night at his house if there was church the next day. <clears throat> so I would only be at his house on Saturday night and he would take me to church on Sunday mornings. Um, <clears throat> and that in itself was already like, okay, I was obviously at the time too young to understand it, but there was just some not so great things that would occur on Saturday nights. And that really started like at that young age, making me question Christianity of like, you're traumatizing me and doing some really horrible things on Saturday night and then going to church the next morning and acting like you're holier than thou. Like that started off not being great for me. There are so many in the same like too. It's fucking disgusting. In the same time, my grandparents, I was living with them pretty much full time. They didn't go to church. My grandmother, my mamma is what I call her. She's like always been semi religious, but like I've always said she's the good type of Christian. Like, she was never homophobic. Like, never. She was just like, yeah, whatever. But, like, not shoving it down anyone's throats. Like, she's the good type of Christian. My mom, like, it's complicated. My mom, on the other hand, was, I don't want to call her spiritual, but, like, she was into ghosts. Like, she loved that shit. So, like, and my grandfather, like, would go sometimes, like, to church with my mamma if she wanted him to, like, once a year on Easter or something. But he, like, I will never forget that man told my father, like, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> like, he did not, he did not care. So I had a lot of different perspectives, right? And, um, yeah, I think no matter how many perspectives you have and, like, church is just very brainwashing. Like, there was definitely a phase in my life where I was fully brainwashed. Yeah, like, and it. It took me a long time to come to this point, but when I was very young and they're just shoving down your throat all of these homophobic beliefs, there was a point where I was like, maybe this is wrong. And meanwhile, like, I'm not straight. <laughs> like, I'm fully not straight. I don't know what, I don't put a label on myself because I just like everyone, but it's just like very confusing as a child to be like, oh, maybe this is a sin. Like, maybe this is really wrong. I very quickly changed that belief. Um, I remember that I was in the car with my father once and he was being very homophobic and I was just I just remember looking at him being like do you really think a god that is apparently the creator of everyone that he's all loving all knowing would create someone create someone that way to send them to hell mm -hmm. he would well, send someone to eternal suffering for loving them choice. <laughs> like like, as if well, that, that's what, that's exact exactly, and I'm like, you would send someone to hell just for loving someone, do you really believe in that, do you really think that's true, and that's when everything started to shift for me, like, it was not after high school or whenever, like, it was very early, like, my middle school years, I was like, I don't like this, and meanwhile, like, my grandparents are instilling very good morals into me, and my mom is just over here, like, with a fucking ghost kit. Like, <laughs> so I have, like, all of these different things. Like, okay, I believe in ghosts, but then my dad's telling me that they're demons. And, like, what's going on here? Um, so that happened. And also, like, like I was saying, the, the hypocrisy in Christianity is just, like, appalling to me. I was not in young life. However, I might as well have been. So I don't know why I had that reaction when you said you were. I was, <clears throat> when I, I think starting in fifth grade, from fifth grade to 
eighth grade um i was literally forced into a youth group that i did not want to be in it was a part of my church and it was just horrible and they had every wednesday night i had to go for an hour and i was just like bro i don't want to be here i had to go on a, it was called a missions trip but it was literally like two hours away to a fucking beach where we like lived i have so much <clears throat> mission trips too don't even get me started that white savior it's, complex yeah is no it's so awful enraging to it's me. awful i was just having this conversation with my mamaw the other day i was like if christians actually wanted to go help people they would just do that but it's so transactional and like i first of all thinking that people need your help like granted what we did we went to a homeless shelter and we just like dished out meals that's a good thing to do like that's volunteering but in transaction like meanwhile while we're serving food there's people like speaking the word of god and like we had to go carry like a 12 foot fucking wooden cross down the boardwalk like that idea of like oh there there are impoverished countries and god's gonna save them like that fucking complex of like us of all people need to go and also the way that they talk about it they're like going to africa going to go teach god to africa like first of all africa is a fucking continent like get your shit yeah for one it's a continent you're not going to the entire continent of africa also, no one fucking asked you to go there and teach God. Like, Thank you. you That's what help, I always say. Like, If you want to help people who are struggling, help them who are struggling. Don't fucking force your religious beliefs on them, acting like that's going to save them. It's, it's, I'm sorry. That's exactly. That for me, but that has been no, yeah. for me. That's, that, I literally was just having this conversation the other day, and it just breeds ignorance as well because, like, my grandmother is, I love that woman so much. She really, like, works hard to educate herself but obviously like there's only so much you can learn at this age you know what I mean and I was talking to her about where I want to travel and I mentioned Peru and she was like isn't Peru like really like impoverished and it's just like dangerous and I'm like no where'd you learn that and she was like well that's what they taught us in church I'm like wow cool and she very quickly like learned but yeah that happened and I also went to a um uh, it was like a summer camp for a week or something, and it was, uh, wake up, do your, go to worship, do your Bible, like, blah, 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 and I remember there, they were saying, like, all sins are equal, I will never forget the analogy this person gave, like, all sins are equal, um, it's like, imagine being up in outer space, and you're looking down at the Grand Canyon, the lower parts is gonna look level to the higher parts, like, it doesn't matter it's all level and i remember in that moment being like so if all sins are equal you saying a cuss word you getting a tattoo you being gay and you murdering someone is all equal so does that not mean we're all going to hell then does that not mean we're all going to hell no you just have to ask for forgiveness like it's like no everything is everything is all clear as long as you ask for forgiveness huh I'm like, so you're stupid, basically, no, is what you're telling choose. me. People, like, pick and choose which sins are more important. Like, you know, like, people who have a lot of sex, like, somehow they're worse than people who, you know, like, drink wine or whatever. It's like Or you know, eat pork. Right. But <laughs> like, then, what? And all, right. And then there's also, like, actual murderers. Like, how how can you pick and choose? Like, how can you beat someone up for, like, having sex or, like loving like a man loving a man like how can you beat someone up for that but it's literally to make themselves feel better like that's what i learned growing up is like oh so you're a pedophile right but then you're gonna go to church and say that 
this man can't sleep with another man when you are doing things with a child that's Uh cool that's really cool Uh and leading into that i didn't like go to school for sociology i just like am a person who loves to research things and i really started looking into like what actually is going on here like what's really going on here so i started to look into like the bible and i very quickly realized like there's a lot of translations that took away from what it was actually trying to say like with homophobia the word homosexual was was literally not in the bible the word homosexual wasn't invented until 1892 before it said man sleeping with boy and then they translated to man sleeping with man they we had to buy the word homosexual from germany for a lot of money like you had to buy the word to get it in the damn bible it wasn't put in the bible until 1946 1946 some of us have grandparents that were born then like what are you talking about um and then also like with hell it's like i very quickly learned oh it's literally a metaphor like in the bible there's a a valley out well not in the bible in real life too there's a valley outside of jerusalem jerusalem (laughs) called called gehenna um and basically this is where they would take people and it was just burning like they'd burn wood they'd burn scraps but they'd also have like child sacrifices here they would burn people with leprosy here so it was a metaphor like oh you're gonna go to hell you're gonna go to Gehenna, and you're gonna burn like it was a metaphor everything in the bible is a metaphor if you take that shit literally i'm sorry you have the comprehension level of 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 a pig of a pig like literally a pig so it's just like pig yeah literally pigs are smarter than you they're like get over it So, that was just, like, okay, I hate all of this, um, I hate, I hate you, you're stupid, actually, just, like, leave me alone, I got a lot of anger very quickly towards Christians and all of it, which I don't hold anymore, I would just like to say that, but, (laughs) I, oh, Courtney, I was, like, I was, like, telling bitches off. I was telling bitches off left and right, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you stupid bitch? Um, but moving past that, I didn't really, like, I, I would, now I knew I was agnostic, like, I knew there was something, but I was like, I don't know what there is, um, and also, like, growing up, like I mentioned, my mom was very into ghosts, and she sort of told me, like, this is something you're gonna experience, I had a lot of experiences with ghosts, like, a lot, and then, in middle school my grandfather died and I had a lot of experiences with him so I'm like so ghosts are real this is very real like it was just all very intertwined and sort of confusing to like have Christians believe thrown at you but then also have actual real life experiences with spirits it's just like okay I'm very confused right now and then um I think I just sort of went through life like not being Christian not being anything really just like I don't know if something's out there. don't know what it is. And I believe in ghosts. So that's cool. Um, and then it was my senior year of high school. I had just gotten out of a really horrible relationship, a really bad breakup. And I'm the first to admit, like, I think I've said it on this podcast before. I was not a great person in high school. I wasn't an asshole. Like, I wasn't a bully. I would bully the bullies. Like, you're not going to sit here and be mean because I had anger. I was an angry person. I was an angry kid. Like, and I had every right to be angry and I can give myself that grace now. Like, I had a lot of really horrible shit happen in my life and to me. And I was just like, I'm pissed off. So if you're going to be a bitch, oh, baby, I'm going to make you regret it. Like, I would bully the bullies. And I loved it because it's like, I get to take my anger out on a bad person. And that felt really good because I couldn't bring my, I was still like a decent enough person where I was like, I can't just be mean to someone for no reason. Um, 
and I was also ridden with anxiety. I had horrible anxiety. I was incredibly depressed. I had like ideations of not wanting to be on this planet anymore. Like it was just really not good for me. Um, and I think not too long after that, like it started sort of in high school, but I was still figuring myself out. But definitely after graduation, like my spiritual awakening really hit me of like, let's go back to these things that like, let's talk about ghosts. Like, that's what really got me into it. It's like, let's talk about ghosts. Um, but then also just like, I can't feel this way anymore. I was so anxious all of the time. Like I hated to just exist. I couldn't do it anymore. Um, and I just slowly started getting into it. It like, I got crystals and stuff, but it didn't really start with that. I, I honestly don't know what it started with. It was just like, I need to heal. Like, I really need to heal. And I just started healing. And I started doing shadow work. And I started just, like, trying to figure my shit out. And that happened for a while. Like, it was just sort of slow moving. But, like, definitely progress was being made. And then I got into tarot. And I just started to, like, really process my emotions. And, like, allow myself to have emotions. And process everything that I went through. And, like... The, as I, I just noticed, like, I wasn't anxious anymore. I wasn't angry anymore. Right? I wasn't sad anymore. Like, I was just happy. And I started to realize, like, it doesn't matter. Like, allow yes. yourself to feel these things. But it's never that serious. And it just, it really helped me a lot. And I got super deep into it. I, I think it was March of 2021. I, um went into a psychic mediumship development course and I really developed my skills like a lot I was on TikTok live like fully doing mediumship readings for people connecting to their past loved ones like it was wild it was wild and I was really deep into it for a really long time and then the past six months especially was so deep for me with like the emotional healing side of things and that heightened Uh my abilities more and then more recently I'd say the past month I've sort of taken a step back. Obviously, I'm going to be spiritual for the rest of my life, but I've allowed, I've given myself the grace to be like, it's, you can flow. Like, you don't always have to be like so into it. You know what I mean? And I just got burnt out with it. I think because part of it was like my business was my spiritual journey. Like I was sort of exploiting it and I didn't realize that until it was over of like, talking about on all my socials because for a while there I was um a spiritual coach um and it just wasn't working out for me because I wasn't supposed to do it and I've came back to like being a virtual assistant and an influencer assistant and a video editor and a podcast producer like that's what I love to do and it's like a separation between like this is work and this is my spiritual journey and this is my life for a while it was just like it's all my spiritual journey and I don't know how to like differentiate and I got so burnt out and I hated that people only knew me for being spiritual people only knew me for like how I could help them and like what readings like I didn't want that I think that's like hair really saved me with that too because like I felt like people only saw me that way too and I was like I feel like I have to do something in that field like I feel like I like that's something like I have to you know like help wake people up and like I have to like start a business and like you know like be a spiritual influencer whatever like I felt like I had to do that but then like being in the hair industry like I'm realizing like I can still be a spiritual influence on people and like help people like see the world the way that I see it hence like you know with this podcast even like help people see the world the way that I see it without like having to be I don't have to do anything with my like 
I have to follow what yeah. feels good for me and that's it. And like I can still participate in the practical world and be a spiritual person. Exactly. And I always heard people talking about like it feels a lot better when you keep your spiritual journey to yourself. And I didn't understand it until I started doing it. Like, yeah. oh, my God, it feels so much better to not have people like you don't know me for that anymore. And yeah. now like my Instagram, I've really translated my Instagram into just posting like more like self-love things like yeah. I it's just like feeling so much better for me and that's a part of your spiritual journey too is just like your growth in general Definitely. um and it's wild how like when you're aligned and doing what you're meant to be doing and what feels good for you things really work out uh -huh. because I was trying to force me being a spiritual coach for so long because everyone told me to do it but then yeah. those people who told me to do it weren't working with me like right. I'm like so what's going on here and it just I felt really burnt out and then when I came back to being a VA and like doing what I love to do I'm really good at this fucking work like I kill it um and I don't advertise it like my Instagram now is like I don't want to call it like I'm just like a content creator on there yeah, like I yeah. just post what I like to post and there's no pressure and that is so supportive for me it's not like yeah. I have to market myself I have to do this that because that made me burnt out from Instagram I was for burnt sure. out from everything so now I post what I want to on there and I don't advertise shit and I just got another client, the highest paying client I've ever had. Like, it worked Sheesh. out so well because the six months or however long when I was trying to be a spiritual coach, I was struggling so much with you money. Like, I was really hard. broke. I was really broke. Um, and then also, I just booked another reading with someone for a decent, like, a really good amount of money. And I haven't advertised them. Like, I just came to them in meditation. I'm like, shit, okay. It's all working out. So, you just got to, like, go where it feels good for you and trust that and not yeah. force things. Um, yeah, but that's my spiritual journey. And now I'm just, like, being a human, you know? I haven't really Yay. done readings recently just because it's, like, I don't want to know what's going to happen. I just want right. to flow, you know? I'll do, like, um, I'll, I don't yeah. do any, like, future readings for myself anymore, but I still, I'll pull a card or two, um, not every single day, but most days I'll pull a card or two for myself just for, like, the energy I should be sitting with that day. And that's just for, like, yeah. that's, again, that's because, like, I've I've never seen a therapist, which is you know kind of shocking but like I was actually just talking to my friend about that last night I've never seen a therapist because I felt like I I handle things well myself and like some people say that and they don't actually handle things well themselves but I feel like I do handle things well myself and I I don't know like my cards are kind of like my therapy sessions you know it's like what energy do I need to be sitting with today like what do I need to be focusing on today and like I'm also not beating myself up if I, like, don't do that. You know, like, if I have a day where I'm like, no, I'm, I am waking up and I'm going to the gym and I'm making myself lunch and then I'm going to work and then I'm coming home and then I'm socializing and then I'm going to sleep. Like, it is very, like, routine, but, like, I'm not, like, neglecting my, like, that's what felt right for me. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's, like, that's really what the point of it all is. is. Like, that's the point of living is, like, to learn lessons and be a human and, like, tune in with your energy and be aware of what you need when you need it exactly and there's nothing wrong like if you are in the phase where you're doing deep ass readings every day like do it. And I would, would facetime each other every day like every i need a reading day. but it helped us so like we were going through such an emotional healing phase of our lives like we needed that and it helped us heal and pull that it out of us but now waves. we're past that yeah like i'm sure exactly I'm gonna just do what feels good again. i'm sure i'm gonna enter a phase again where i'm like much more deeply invested like I'm sure at some point in my life, I don't want it, but I'm sure at some point in my life, like something very emotionally triggering is going to happen for me again. And I'm going to need to resort back to like 
home base and like do it all over again you know and like that's and that's also okay. yeah that's spiritual awakenings like we yeah. i think we both they went through a deep waves. reawakening yeah and after awakenings like it's a huge like six months straight for me and then i'm like i need to step back yeah, i need to breathe for sure. for sure so that's where i'm at right now but this was fun <laughs> yeah i hope that you guys enjoyed listening about our spiritual journeys and our you know qualms with christianity um <laughs> i hope that yeah. doesn't piss too many people off but if it does i don't really care because christianity pisses me off and I if it pisses you off unjust. one like if it pisses you off one why are you still listening all the way through <laughs> this episode two maybe just reflect and see how you can be a better christian like right. if yeah. you are if you know you're a good christian and you're not the type of person to like be homophobic (laughs) or like use your religion to justify you being a shit person or any of these things then you won't be upset because you know it's not about you and you know that there are people like that who exist but if you did get triggered by this you have something to work through because it you you got defensive for a reason so just keep that in mind but thank you for listening and being a viewer yeah i'm gonna pull a card for the closure here Okay, the chariot, yes, balance, movement. I feel that's so in alignment with what we were just talking about. Like, just feel free to move freely, you know? Like, don't let chains of any, like, norms or beliefs of others, like, rein you down from, like, what you want to be doing. Like, do your thing, flow with it, move with it. Find your balance, and your balance might look different than my balance, and your balance might look different than Allison's balance, and your balance might look different than your mom's balance or your dad's balance. Like, it's your balance, and that's what matters. Don't compare it. Yeah, find your balance. Find what is equal and flowing and easy for you, and follow that. Follow the flow. Follow the ease. Thank you for that. That was great. Of course. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, friends. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the God Complex Podcast. Um, this is a fun episode. If you want us to talk about something in particular, let us know. Also, make sure you submit your anonymous questions or looking for advice or your birth chart um, at the link in our bios or in the description of our podcast. It's all anonymous. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. I love you.